0: it's katie harris and we are here for another episode of the nursepreneur podcast and today we have a special guest we have Roz lindsay she is uh, from south australia so very excited to get the international vibe here but uh, she is a veterinarian by training and she is talking to us about her business today which is called engage your healthcare leadership so i'm really excited to speak to you welcome Roz.
1: Thanks so much for having me, Katie. I'm really honored to be here.
0: So um, veterinarians, um, clearly not nursing, but it's in the medical field. And I love that you've made this transition in a way that a lot of nurses are doing in the same way. So could you uh, give us a little bit of background uh, with your life as a veterinarian and, and how that led to healthcare leadership? Certainly.
1: I think sometimes people think it's a bit of a strange pathway, but it makes so much sense to me in hindsight, looking back. I started as a veterinary surgeon and I practised in Australia in general practice. So I worked in a mixed animal practice, which basically just means it was large animals, so livestock, farm animals, as well as domestic animals, dogs, cats, etc. And I really enjoyed the interactions that I was having with what we call clients. So there's clients and patients in the veterinary field. Um, I love the interaction with the patients, of course, but also the clients. I really love getting to know the human side of that. And I spent some time in Australia, then moved to the United Kingdom and practiced there in in veterinary practice. When I came back to Australia, I was starting to look at, "Mm, is this what I want for the rest of my life? I loved what I did, but there was something... of missing and i moved into human health at that point and i worked in the pharmaceutical and biotechnology industries and i spent many years in those industries i had a range of roles from frontline roles through to management roles operations and i found myself at one point in training and development and it's when everything finally clicked as a veterinarian i really loved animal behaviour. I loved trying to work out how we might change behaviour if we needed to and what different animals responded to. I also loved the interaction with the clients as I mentioned and I really loved being able to find out about them and ask the right questions because as nurses you know people tend to keep things to themselves when they're ill or when a loved one is ill and so you needed to ask great questions. So all of those things tied in really nicely to training and development. Ten years ago, I set up a consultancy business and I was servicing clients in healthcare mainly, about 80% of my clients were in healthcare. And I was working on things such as management and leadership, change management, team development and as well as sales, that was also a sales customer service side of what I did. And last year I started to realise that only one of me meant I was spread pretty thinly. So I was looking at what are the options where I can reach more people, help more people without having to physically be there in front of them. And technology is a wonderful thing and I explored the world of online business. And last year was when I established Engage Your Healthcare Leadership. I decided that I wanted to continue to work with healthcare leaders And I specifically wanted to work with those healthcare leaders who sometimes get a bit neglected in terms of training and development. So, for instance, nurse leaders, uh, practice managers or medical practice managers, and healthcare administration. There are other healthcare leaders I help, yet those three groups I always felt in terms of management and leading a team often were neglected. And in the nursing field, a lot of people have told me That you end up as a manager just because you've been there for a long time, and it doesn't always equip you with what is required to run a team. So I kind of wanted to focus there, and that that's where I'm at now with my business. It's established. It's a membership model, and it's a really great thing, and I'm very much enjoying it.
0: Yeah, no, it's definitely what you said. It's huge because, especially with nurse leaders, you know, I can't speak to practice managers or or healthcare administrators, but I know that. really it's like you're on a unit for a certain number of years and there's a lot of turnover and you're like the last person standing you might have only been there for a year or two and they say hey would you like to be the leader and that, that actually happened to me i was six months off of orientation down in a, t- in a small hospital in texas six months off orientation as a brand new nurse and the charge nurse left so they said well why don't you be the charge nurse and i'm like Okay. said <laughs> I didn't know any better, right? So here I am one night shift, six months off of, of nursing and I'm in charge. And I'm like, Yeah, you know, looking back, I'm like, oh my God, you're an idiot. <laughs> was, there's so much. <laughs> was that really confronting at the time? Was it, Oh gosh, where do I start? Uh yeah, it was like one of those things where I'm just kind of like, you know, all of a sudden I'm like, okay, well, what if this happened? What would you do? Or what, what if this happened? What would you do? And, and then I, you know, some of it scared me. So I'm like, all right, well, let me not think about what would happen. Let's just hope nothing happens. And that was kind of like, let me put my head in the sand type of leadership style. So. <laughs> Hilarious. Yeah. So, I mean, how do you, how do you help um, nurses to become better leaders or any so
1: the, leader? Certainly. Uh, so what I'm offering at the moment is a couple of things. There are training courses. So I think definitely having some insight, some theory, some practical knowledge is really important. The other piece to the puzzle though, is that network, who you can share ideas with, you can be a bit vulnerable and ask questions of in a safe environment, and who you can celebrate success with And also uh, ask questions of, you know, I've got this problem and get into the real specifics. Theory is very good, but, you know, even as a nurse, you know that, you know, the theory is wonderful, but when you're confronted with that patient and there are lots of different variables, obviously that's really specific. And so a similar thing in management and leadership, we can talk the theory, but it's actually being able to dive into a real practical example that's real for you. And so with Engage Your Healthcare Leadership, We offer the courses, they're nice and short, you can come back to them anytime you want. One of the great benefits though, in having a membership community is that you've got the leadership. So I'm in the forums, I'm doing Q and A's twice a month. So there's some leadership there, someone you can ask questions of. And there's that collegial networking aspect of being able to talk in forums and Q&As with others who are doing the job that you're doing, or maybe doing it in a slightly different part of healthcare, yet have some interesting ideas that you could perhaps adapt. So it's, it's twofold then. I think it's the, it's the course, but it's also that interaction, which I think is really important in management leadership
0: yeah no i agree the the collegial form uh form is really great but so here's the question that i have because it always feels like the chicken and the egg type of thing that you know if i were to start let's say a forum like that um if you invite people to come in and there's nobody there do they leave and do you have to have a group first that you bring in or how does that work how do you build a membership site like that
1: yeah look that that's a really great question and a lot of the learning for me has been as I go, I do have a wonderful coach who's based in the, in the US and they help people set up membership sites. So that's been really benefit, beneficial. In terms of, yes, what do you do? There are different ways you can do it. And from talking to my own network and people setting up these sites, some people will have a Facebook group, for instance, and then bring them in. I actually started really just with my face-to-face contacts from my consultancy business. They weren't always going to be the people who wanted to jump into an online course. So for me, it's really been learning as I go. And so I didn't have that forum set up before I established the business. And yes, you do sometimes find it challenging to get people in yet it's things like building your audience. I do a podcast every week so it's doing a podcast, it's it's being a guest on other people's podcasts, it's interacting on social media so that people know that you're there. You alluded to though what I think is the biggest challenge of a membership model and particularly with forums is that retention strategy. How do you keep people engaged? So as my membership site grows, I'm I'm finding that a lot of people in that forum side of things are a bit shy, which is kind of interesting. And I suppose it's a growing community. So people are waiting till they get to know people a little, and they can trust people to feel vulnerable. So you do actually have to be really active to throw out questions, to do quizzes, to even just make some commentary yourself. If people don't necessarily dive in and engage, you still know that people are looking and they're reading. And over time, what happens is people start to, you know, dip their toe in the water, so to speak. Then the next person does and the next person. So you just have to be patient, but you do have to be very persistent and you have to focus on retention. You must always be adding value. A lot of my community really love the short courses. So it's making sure that my content is continually evolving and growing The forums, of course, it's making sure I'm really active in there. And then the monthly Q and A's, it's making sure that my face is in front of them. So there are lots of things you need to be focusing on. If it was transactional and I was just offering courses, people bought them and went away, I would miss the community side. And I think the people doing the courses would miss the benefit of community. Yet I do need to work harder to retain those people and keep them involved. Does that answer your question?
0: Yeah, it does because I, I've certainly have been in courses where they're like, "Oh, join the Facebook group," and you're like, oh, "Okay." So the first like fifty courses, I would join the Facebook group, and then I was just like, Nah, eh, you know, I'm not going to do that anymore." So you get kind of burnt out on the Facebook group. So unless there's like something really kind of pulling you in, and I think you know, it sounds like you're doing a lot of stuff to keep people not only coming in but staying there. Um, yes. Yeah, that, that's. Uh, One, it's it's a great model, um, but two, it it does sound like a lot of work. How much um, time do you have to spend each month doing something like this?
1: Oh, that's a really good question. I must admit I've never actually tallied it up. I would say that uh, I do, so for instance with the twice monthly Q&As, they're an hour long, more if needed, so that's that time. Then there's obviously preparation that's involved. And I'm in the forums just about every day mm-hmm. and looking at the courses every month. So in terms of the amount of time, it's hard to put a figure on it. I have focused uh, probably about 80% of my time in the last 7 to 12 months on this business. So... Mm-hmm. I guess I'm struggling to answer that with a specific figure. <laughs> to be honest, it's every day. I, yeah. It really is every day. Like I would. There's the social media strategy. At the the moment, I'm trying to do most of that myself rather than outsourcing it Mm -hmm. because I think it's really important that I'm close to it. I do understand that's not sustainable, so eventually, you know, I will outsource a number of those aspects. But it's every day. It's every day thinking about, okay, what is the focus for today? What's the priority? Have I interacted? Have I engaged? And just making sure that you're there consistently.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I think at some level it's like a mythical business where people are like, oh, I'm just going to set up this course and then walk away and not do anything about it. And you're just like, yeah, that that doesn't work.
1: (laughs) No, well, you won't last long. long. I know a lot of people think um, I've got great stuff, so everyone will find me. And interestingly for me, comparing my face-to-face consultancy, uh, which has been going for 10 years now, and that's been a really successful business, I didn't have to advertise, I didn't have to market What I did have to have was really strong networks, had to have really strong connections with people and make sure that I was maintaining contact with people and that's where it grew. With online I actually think in some respects it's a little bit harder because you're throwing yourself out into the big wide world and people are not necessarily always looking online for exactly what you offer. So it's as I said earlier, it's growing that audience and it's making sure that you're growing your network. So in some respects, in my personal experience, it's almost a little bit harder. Yeah. I love it, but it is a little bit harder.
0: Yeah. Plus there's the, the whole tech aspect. So running yes. your your membership site, is this something that you use a specific platform for? Or... Okay.
1: Yeah. There are many actual platforms and plugins that you can use. So my membership site, is it's a WordPress website, WordPress-based website, and then you actually purchase a membership platform. So the membership platform, and I'm not an affiliate, but this is one that was recommended to me, is called MemberPress, that's what I use, that's a plug to my web, WordPress site. There are many though, and one thing I would recommend to people if you're thinking about this, is to research that widely, understand exactly what you need From that membership platform because they're all slightly different. Mm. And it's relatively easy though nowadays. I think technology has advanced. Maybe five years ago, you couldn't do it yourself. But technology, if you're not a tech person, but technology has advanced so much that these companies are actually targeting people like myself, people like nurses setting up their new business who have a great idea yet may not have a really strong technology background. And so they're relatively easy to use and generally their um, customer service is very good too. It takes time. The thing I loved about it actually, I learned a lot. I didn't know about this technology, so I learned a lot. And as I say, it is relatively easy and it gives you all the different things that you might need in a member site.
0: Okay, so now in terms of a membership site, um, you know, and having that form and stuff, it, it's really nice because you get to see people win at different things or have success. And when they share that, I feel like it really elevates the group and stuff. Do you see, um, or what kind of successes do you see people posting in your groups? And and, um, I I guess, do you have a story or, or anybody in particular that stands out for you?
1: Yeah, look, I definitely agree with you. I think celebration is a really important part. And in fact, we have a one specific topic forum area where people can share their successes. And I do believe it's really important because you're right, it elevates the mood. It also enables people to make note of their progress. Oftentimes, when we start out in management and leadership, it's this big, overwhelming work that we do. And we sometimes neglect to acknowledge even the small steps, the small pieces of progress that we make. So I agree. I think it's really important. I, uh, in terms of a story to share, there was one lady who came into the group and I do encourage people to introduce themselves, maybe even identify what they'd like to get out of the group. And she was very much trying to learn about change management. Now in healthcare, that's a really big thing, of course. (laughs) Constantly changing, constantly evolving. And if you're a manager having to implement that, that comes with, wow, unique challenges. And that can be very overwhelming. And she was a little shy, as I said, some, some of the members are a little shy in terms of wanting to ask and contribute. But she did put herself out there in terms of this is what I want to learn. Now, the great thing about that is when people do that in the first instance, they say this is my objective or my goal. It enables me and others to help support them and hold them to account. So that's the first piece of the puzzle. We can check in, I can identify different courses that they might be allowed or might be able to take so that that will help advance them so we almost have a bit of a management uh, training plan for them and then when they're able to celebrate success we're all there in it together. So she definitely dived into the different courses, she would share different examples of things that she was trying even when it didn't perhaps go exactly as she wished and we were able to encourage and then she had a really major change project that needed to be implemented and she did it successfully. She asked questions, she did more courses, she refreshed. The wonderful thing was when she came back into the community and said, hey, my boss has just said what a wonderful job I did. My team are working really effectively and they weren't fearing change like they used to. And to me, that's just very heartwarming. It may not seem like a major thing in the wider healthcare world, but for that person, that was just so important. And the ripple effect for their team, that their team were not fearing change, I just think that just flows on and flows on. And we're changing cultures in healthcare, one team at a time, I guess.
0: Yeah, and it helps too, like if you have like, let's say you're at work and you have issues that maybe you don't want to talk to your team about, like, I'm not feeling really secure today, (laughs) (laughs) you know, you have somewhere else or like, let me think this through or something that you can talk to another group of people where it is safe. Absolutely. You do need
1: that. And I think healthcare leadership can be isolating, even if you're working in a hospital and there are other leaders around you. Often it's that imposter thinking, imposter syndrome side of things where we go, I just don't want them to know that I feel a bit uncomfortable about this situation or I don't feel like I know what I'm doing. And so having a network outside of the workplace, as you say, is really important. And finding, I guess it's like-minded people that Mm -hmm. you can interact with in a safe environment, it absolutely helps.
0: So now did you have to establish uh, community guidelines and stuff for this? And have you ever had to like throw people out because they were... There's always somebody, there's always one in every group. you know.
1: <laughs> yes, you do need to establish community guidelines. Um, for me, it's fairly simple. It's along the lines of be kind, have humour, be respectful. It's our usual values, I guess, that most people understand, but I make sure that there's a behaviour behind that. What does be kind look like? You know, what, what does be respectful look like so that people understand? I have not had to throw anyone out. I think, um, I, I hope that I never have to, but I think that it's pretty clear what the culture is in this membership. And if it's not for you, then I think people probably decide to move on themselves. But I've never had anyone be disrespectful. It really is a nice community. So how that's happened, was that luck or was that by people seeing who I am and they're attracted to me, yet people who won't be respectful and not? I don't know, actually, to be perfectly honest with you, but thankfully
0: yeah. I have <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, so is there a vetting process or is it just people find you and they join your course and then they get in? Um there
1: there is no uh there is no vetting i do have a facebook group there's probably a little bit more vetting in the facebook group that's a free group the membership site though there's no vetting when you sign up you actually pay a membership fee so you will pay for that month there are from time to time we have specials where it's a quarter and you get a discount or it's a year and you get a discount at the moment though it's monthly so you pay for that month and then you have access throughout that month. So no no vetting process. If someone came from healthcare that wasn't in those three roles, they're very welcome. If someone came from outside healthcare, they're also very welcome because a lot of these skills are transferable. It's very clear from the name of the business and from the way the website is structured, though, that this is a place for healthcare people. And so I think people vet themselves, to be
0: honest with you. Okay. And do they, is it just for people in Australia or no sorry i shook my head very frantically then
1: (laughs) no and what i found when i decided to set up my business was i wanted to go global that really is my aim and i'm particularly intrigued with the us healthcare system and i know there are a lot of people who can get lost in the system in terms of being supported in this way there are a lot more people there so i actually am hoping to grow the us side of the business because I think that I can add value beyond just the Australian
0: shores, so to speak. So at this point now, um, are you getting international people into your group and, and how are they kind of commuting within the group?
1: Absolutely. So we do have a few international people. We have people from the UK. Uh, We have a couple of people from the US. We've had people from Canada looking into the membership. It's not yet joined, but I think they're close. And then, of course, we do have people from Australia as well. They all commune very well. I think that everyone seems to kind of like to know where different people come from, and I think they. We, we all speak the same language, apart from a few words that might be a little different or a healthcare system that might be a little different. In terms of management and leadership, though, that is a really common language. I find that the challenges that healthcare leaders have, it doesn't matter where they come from in the world, they're really, really similar. Mm-hmm. And I worked for international... Um, pharmaceutical and biotechnology companies, both of those were based in the US. And so I do know a bit about the healthcare system and just looking at the way management works, it's kind of similar everywhere um, in similar hospital uh, systems. I know I know they're all a bit different, our healthcare systems, but they're, they're similar in more ways probably than not.
0: Yeah, no, I can see um, uh, incredible benefit of just connecting with people from around the world. That That's a really cool concept. Um, and so let's say a nurse is listening right now and she's a nurse leader and wants to join. What could she expect? Like what would this kind of like onboarding process look like and who's she going to meet and or he?
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. So what they can expect is they will definitely be welcomed straight away. So any new member, there's, as soon as they join, there's actually a video of me saying, hi, this is me, welcome. This is where I think you should start. So I think one of the key things is Uh, if there's a nurse listening who wants to start, but also if there's a nurse who wants to set up their own membership site, it's really critical to think about that onboarding process and make sure people know, make sure firstly, they feel welcomed, and then secondly, they know where to go. So generally, I'll direct them to, let's dive into the forums, introduce yourself, say hi, that's the first step so they can see what's happening, they can see who's talking, what some of the topics are at the moment. So that's kind of nice too. They might just get a feel for that. They also have their own personalized account page where they can put in photos of themselves. We have a lot of people who put photos of their animals. So that's, that's cool too. Uh, we don't always need that, that human face. It's up to you what you put in there and you personalize that. So they're the two areas that I encourage people to go. In terms of then the courses, the courses are, it's really easy to navigate. If I want to do a course, I can click on course, and then a list of the different courses come up. And under each course, there are easily digestible modules. There is a area where people can actually look at their professional development. And if they don't have an idea of where they'd like to start, that's where I recommend that they start where they can assess themselves in terms of what their strengths are, and what some of the gaps are that they might not like to work on and then I'm always there for them to ask questions of to say okay this is where I want to focus where should I start so there's always someone that can support them in terms of that direction
0: okay awesome um, I, this sounds amazing <laughs> I, <feel like laughs> I need to join so cool. <laughs> you're very welcome <laughs> <laughs> uh, well the, 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 tell us how, how we can join like how what where do we go what do we do
1: Yep, absolutely. So the first place that probably is the easiest way to join is to go to engageyourhealthcareleadership.com. And at the front there's HTTPS. And when you're in that website, that is our free resources website. So that's a website where you'll find our blog, you'll find our podcast and some downloadable free resources. So if you want to start there, that's great. And you'll notice in the menu item it'll be there's a menu item that says membership. If you click on that, you can find out more about the membership and you can go to pricing. So it's nice and easy on that front page to find the links that will take you to find out more. All right, that is awesome. Thank you so much, Raz. My pleasure. Absolutely my pleasure. It's been wonderful to be talking to you about this today and, you know, sharing some of my experiences both in leadership but also in having a membership site as well.